Hey listeners, Happy New Year! What a start to 2022. The new Federal No Surprises Act is in play and it's going to be interesting to see how health systems react. Make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on our upcoming podcasts, which will highlight how fellow health systems are coping with this recent significant regulation. Again, my name is Adam Gobin from Georgia HFMA and welcome to episode number two. It took us a few months to get to episode number two, but I'll tell you, it was worth it. The amazing and talented Andrea Mejia from Piedmont Healthcare right here in Atlanta took some time to sit down virtually to facilitate and lead the interview today with one of my favorite colleagues, Kathleen Korn. You guys are in for a treat. Enjoy it. And thank you again for subscribing to our channel, Georgia HFMA. Hi, listeners. This is Andrea Mejia with Georgia HFMA. I wanted to thank you for tuning in to our second episode of the Georgia HFMA's official podcast. We have an incredible interview today with the top patient access leader at Wellstar Health System, Kathleen Korn, who serves there as the Assistant Vice President of Patient Access. Kathleen, thank you for joining us today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, Thanks so much for having me. Um, I'd like to start with saying I've, you know, joined Wellstar about three years ago. Um, I returned to Georgia after spending seven years in the Nashville area. But going way back, um, I started healthcare about 30 years ago and began my journey in a traditional business office setting as a receptionist. Um, at that time, I was separating patient statements, getting ready to mail them. Um, I worked my way up in various roles, eventually promoting to an assistant business office director, then a director. Um, throughout that time, I was going to school at night and uh, starting my family. Um, as the shared services became the trend, I transitioned to different director roles in shared service center environments and again worked my way up into different roles. Um, I did move a number of times um, throughout, you know, my journey, but I'm back in Georgia, plan to stay here. Um, Really happy to be here. Great. Well, we're glad you're in the Georgia market with us, too. You know, Kathy, given your background, uh, I know you've been in the patient access uh, area for, for a while. So tell me, you know, as you see the industry changing, why is patient access so important to healthcare organizations now? I mean, we are involved, obviously, in our industry for patient access with conversations about how do we create world-class experiences, how do we uh, invest more in the front end, and really that recognition that uh, patient access operations is the first part of the patient experience journey. You know, how did we get here? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, it all starts with patient access. We're the first impression. We set the tone for the rest of the patient's journey. Um, We've developed a robust onboarding program. It spans three weeks minimum. We start with a week of orientation, CBLs, and system training. We follow that with a week of observations with a mentor. Then we move to the virtual classroom for the operations training, and that includes a pre and post test. Um, New hire team members receive welcome letters, one that explains the journey through the orientation and onboarding, and then one that welcomes them again, you know, welcome, congrats, um, passing your 
Regicentrals course, and now you can enroll in the um, Systems Enterprise Membership with HFMA. So our organization invested in an HFMA Enterprise Membership, and so once staff have completed their onboarding, we do help them enroll. There's a number of certifications available. So that work you're doing, it's really innovative around how you're leveraging the uh, HFMA Enterprise membership that Wellstar has. So uh, can you talk a little bit more about how that has looks like for you? And, you know, I, I think you're the first group in the revenue cycle there at Wellstar to really invest in that. Is that correct? We have, yes. We were the pilot in patient access and we're moving out to other revenue cycle areas. So um, to date, we have over 300 CRCR certified employees in patient access. And uh, let's see, out of our 12 patient access directors across the health system, 10 of them have the CHFP already. And we're still, you know, bringing the others up. Um, everyone that's in a leadership position with patient access has some type of certification, whether that's the CPAR, CRCR, or the the CHFP. That's fabulous. Uh, congratulations on that. I think in our uh, market and just in our environment now that we work in healthcare, things, healthcare, things like CRCR are, are very important, um, I think, to attract talent and make sure you're getting talent that can really support our work. Uh, Georgia market, we've also got the CPAR, which again is that certification that really that validation. Um, of the, the skills and abilities and knowledge uh, that folks can provide for us as an organization. So with that, you know, we're all still uh, challenged with working differently now with COVID and uh, some of us work remotely and just, you know, the impacts on the local patient access team too, the way they've had to work has had to change. So with that, you know, how do you keep your team focused now, you know, especially because here at Wellstar, you've got a patient access team of over 500 staff members. Well, Andrea, it, is, it can be a challenge um, to keep the staff focused. So what we do is we host town halls. Um, we have routine leadership calls. Um, we use newsletters. We do quarterly surveys, and sometimes we do impromptu surveys just to get you know feedback or a pulse on something. Um, we talk a lot about KPIs and we do this um, not in a punitive way, rather through coaching, huddles, um, and we do hold them accountable. They are incentivized based on overall success of the organization, but metrics are posted routinely and in some cases we do email them out um, to get additional focus on certain areas. We're, we're very um, Pro tip sheets and um, we use Epic so we are able to put banners in Epic so when staff log in they're alerted to updates or reminders. You know that's a great point about uh, making sure the investment is there uh, recognizing how the accuracy of the beginning process from the registration really can drive the effectiveness uh, the AR days the cash receivables denial management whatever it may be then throughout the revenue cycle. Uh, I think those are great points to make. So, so given that, 
What activities are you doing to engage your team to make sure that uh, what your department is responsible for is successful? Great question. Lots of communication, Andrea. Um, we start with monthly past council, and that is a, a pretty large group. We meet um, about an hour and a half. That includes revenue cycle leaders, patient access leaders, some clinical folks, um, managed care, um, our IT partners. And during those meetings, we provide updates so that our partners in the other areas can help support us. And likewise, they let us know if there's any, um, you know, major trends or things we need to keep an eye on. Um, we have weekly patient access leader calls and we do a lot of leader rounding. Um, our executive directors really enjoy GEMBAs. They visit our ERs, talk with the staff, and engage them on a personal level. Um, patient Access Week is, of course, a big deal for us. Um, we like to celebrate that on a big scale. Um, the leaders do go all out. And last year, one of our directors had a pie-throwing event. So um, that was a great way to invest you know, his time with his team, and they really had a lot of fun. Um, and lastly, we do recognize staff, especially when a patient has shared a positive experience. We like to not only involve that employee um, with their peers, but also um, our executive leaders so that they can share in that recognition with that employee on a personal level. Yeah, definitely. And with today's environment, right, definitely what we do as leaders and supporting our team is key, particularly in this patient access operational area. Well, Kathy, you have shared some great information with us today about how you have been successful at Wellstar leading the patient access team. You've demonstrated how you have invested in making sure that uh, your team is prepared for the future and your support of the CRCR. I congratulate you and your leadership team and your staff for that success. So thank you for your time today. Thank you so much, Andrea. I appreciate it.